What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Play by Play with Jay. I'm your host, Jordan, aka Jay, and thank you for tuning into my episode seven of my second season. Last episode was really cool. I was glad to be able to have my boy Deshaun on the show, talk a little bit March Madness, and I'm just gonna do a little overflow of that right now, just because it's been some crazy upsets. Um, like who would have thought? And let me let me actually say this: my brackets are still alive, so I don't know about the rest of y'all. I guess y'all was listening to Deshaun on them picks last week and say listening to me, because I, I got to prove right here. I listen. There are some brackets that are busted because I made about eight, right? I made about eight, just because the the powerhouse schools, you know, your Duke, your Kentucky, your Kansas, your I'm trying to think of some other just n- known schools that generally are always in the tournament or always do well in the tournament or technically have a chance at winning the tournament, they weren't in They weren't in play this year. Um, so it was really, or it still is really, anybody's game. Like, everybody still has an idea of who they think is going to win it. You know, Gonzaga, because they still haven't lost yet. Um, but I had eight possible, eight possibilities. Y'all learned possibilities in school. Possibilities. There's always a possibility something can happen. So I go ahead and went ahead and made eight brackets. Some are busted. Like Iowa, they're out of it. Ohio State they're out of it. Illinois, they're out of it. And if you see the trend here, all those schools are in the Big Ten. Maryland, they're out of it. Not that I had Maryland winning it, but just making a point. The only Big Ten school that still stands is uh, Michigan. And they're injured. So, am I frustrated? Yes. Because, like, yeah, while it was a big deal that eight teams from the Big Ten were in the tournament, all of those teams are now gone except for one. So what did we really do? Michigan State, we didn't even, like, come on. Come on. We need better representation. I tell you I tell you where we went wrong, putting all our eggs into that Ohio State bucket. You, We should have known to never, we are, well, at least I am speaking for myself. I am a Marylander. I am a Terp at that. I should have known. I should have known not to put all my eggs in Neo. What, what do they do to, oh, uh, whatever they do, I, I should not. I should not have put all my eggs in their basket. I should have known better. As a true turf and as a true Marylander, never should have did it. You live and you learn, people. You live and you learn. Never again will I put Ohio State or Illinois or any of these other schools up on my pedestal like people were trying to convince me to do and what I got swindled into doing. Um, but while I'm even on this topic, this isn't even what I want to talk about today. Um, we got to stop taking the game so seriously. There's a there's a line that fans cross sometimes. If you all would agree, maybe you won't agree, but I'll give you a good example. Um, so EJ Liddell is one of the the forwards for Ohio State. Um, well, first of all, Ohio State lost in overtime, and I can't remember. It's been so many games on, right? I can't remember the exact details. I'm not sure whether he missed a shot in overtime or missed the game-winning shot. I can't remember. It's not really important. It doesn't matter. The importance of this story is that a line was crossed, meaning there were people in his Instagram DMs saying very derogatory things, things that I can't even put up in the edit because it's so bad. You know, saying this, calling him out his name, saying that, saying I hope you die, all kinds of crazy stuff. And the reality is, like, these are people too. And then you go the extra step, Putting that stuff, because we already know that this stuff happens at games. 
you know, even we've heard it on a professional level, you know, people just getting real disrespectful, the fans and the NBA, stuff like that. But it hits a little different when you decide to put it in writing, you know, something that never goes away, put it in the internet, put it in the atmosphere like that. And then you press, you press send. And so now, you know, EJ Liddell, I don't think his intention was to do this, but when he posted the screenshots, you know, he didn't crop out their names. I'm not sure if that was intentional or if it wasn't. In my opinion, it was kind of smart because people forget that just because you're hiding behind a phone screen or a laptop, people can still find you. And so now the, the Ohio, you know, law enforcement is involved because threats, like actual threats were made. And I mean, just like I said, hiding behind that screen, that screen's attached to an IP address. All they gotta do is do a little quick, a quick little back search. Oh yeah, it was pinged where? And they live here? Okay, we'll beat it. We'll be waiting for them in, tw in 20 minutes outside the door, waiting. So watch what you put on the internet. But watch how you treat these athletes when they lose. Like, it's not that deep. Like, yeah, you might have lost some money. Yeah, your bracket could be busted. Oh, well. Like, okay. That's part of the game. It's literally called March Madness for a reason. Same thing with the Oral Roberts upset. Nobody and their mom, except for the ones who predicted it, could have seen it coming. And then those who predicted it right, they still didn't have them going as far as they're going. They're in the Sweet 16 now. So, nobody saw that. So I think like fans need to just get a grip. I wanted to um like emphasize that because that 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 really just made me mad. Like you really you really threatening that guy's life over a over a basketball game. You for real right now. But while I'm on the bracket, March Madness, NCAA, let's talk about how whack the NCAA is. And I think people are going to try and forget about this because they quote-unquote rectified the situation. They didn't rectify squat. They did what I call putting a Band-Aid over an avalanche, right? So if you have a... I, and if you guys can't tell, I'm a physical learner. I'm a hands-on learner. So I talk with my hands. I learn with my hands. But I also love, like, diagrams, examples, references. That's what I, that's what I thrive off of. My friends know that. So just bear with me here. You have a, not a mountain, you have a dam, a giant dam, okay? Dam's been up for, let's not be too dramatic, let's say 100 years. Let's keep, let's keep it simple. This dam has been up for 100 years. So many populations of people have gone and looked at this dam and seen how pretty it is and marveled at it, et cetera, et cetera, taking pictures in front of it. It's a beautiful dam, beautiful dam. But over time, you know, climate change, things like that whatever the case may be the dam starts to get a little crack in it a little crack it's a little small crack but it's a crack nonetheless right so years go by everybody ignores that crack because it's so small what's a small thing to a giant what's a small crack to that big big sturdy stable dam right years go by you look at the dam again you're like wait a second it's a, it's a lot more cracks in the dam, right? You're like, huh? Huh? Next thing you know, you blink, you got water coming out the dam where it was supposed to be super secure and safe, and you're trying to figure out how. How'd this happen? All those ignored cracks over the years now have conjoined and made one giant crack that's about to make the dam either split open and burst and drown everybody or we can try and do what we can do to save it. 
instead of taking either one of those routes, we put a Band-Aid on it and hope that it resolves the situation. So we got a nice little cute sizable Band-Aid. Go ahead and slap that Band-Aid on there real quick. Look at it. The dam is holding up. So we can go on about our business and just keep living our lives. That's what happened with the NCAA. It's dramatic and as drawn out as that example was, sorry, that's what they did. They slapped a Band-Aid on the cracking dam. Now what they're gonna find out is that Band-Aid is gonna hold. Ooh, yes, NCAA, that Band-Aid is gonna hold strong. You know, when you get a cut and that Band-Aid, you get on there so tight and it looks like you cutting the circulation off and it's holding on tight, that Band-Aid's gonna hold on for dear life. But let me tell you this, NCAA, when that Band-Aid finally decides to come off and the floodgates come pouring out, I just know that Jordan Glenn, play by play with Jay, tried to warn you, okay? Now, if you don't know the context of anything that I'm talking about, we all know that in the sports world, men get treated better than women, period. And it's just, it's just the way of the world, and we're trying to do things to change that, right? So specifically, with the NCAA tournament, the men, they get, and I'll have, I'll have pictures and images floating in um, if you're on YouTube watching this, but the men, they get all this gear. They get, you know, the, the, the better side of food. They get this elite weight room and this, this workout center. And the women, when I say that they got the gum on the bottom of the NCAA shoe, I wouldn't know. I like kudos to those women because some of them were saying the food was so bad that they haven't eaten in two days. They had to figure out other ways to work out because of the workout conditions. They just, the, the whole, the disrespect was real. The disrespect was real. So the NCAA were like, oh, we're trying to, we're trying to work on ourselves and we're gonna fix this. They didn't do anything. There were companies, organizations, you know, people trying to, to contribute to the women's success. And so now- And today the women finally getting a real weight room. Here's ABC's Rena Roy. Tonight, the NCAA women's basketball team suddenly getting what wasn't there yesterday. All this training equipment. And people were saying it's like the WNBA where nobody watches women's college basketball so that eh, eh, you're wrong. Here's why you're wrong. Because NCAA has to follow Title IX. No person in the United States shall on the basis of sex be excluded from participation in be denied the benefits of or be subjected to discrimination under any education program or activity receiving federal financial assistance, which the NCAA is. It's as if they forgot they were coming and were like, oh, 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 the women, the women are here. The women are here. Okay. Everybody get those 15 mats and that one station of dumbbells and they should be good for an entire month of tournament play. <clears throat> so, to the NCAA, you better check on that damn baby. Because if you think that they're gonna forget about this too, like yeah, 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 they have a weight room now. After it went viral on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, 
Facebook, they have a weight room now. Imagine what could have happened if y'all gave it to them. <gasps> Watch this. Before. <gasps> no. No. It, no. We'll never know now. So, do better, NCAA. Like, you, you literally have these kids putting in so much. Like, leaving, leaving their home states, coming, you know, playing, dedicating their their time, effort, all that stuff, their name, their brand to whatever school. And then they work hard in a pandemic, in, you know, COVID regulations, all that stuff. Make it to the tournament, which we haven't had in two years. And then y'all not even gonna let them lift? Smells like gender discrimination to me i just had to talk about that real quick because that y'all know i had to because that's that was never that's first of all it was never gonna slide with me but mm -mm, mm -mm, i don't like that ncaa y'all showing y'all true colors on national tv mm -mm, mm -mm, I i don't like that so the last thing i want to talk about it's a little bit of racism it's a little bit of racism just a little bit though do you want to know why it's just a little bit because this man said that the only reason why he was being that racist was because his blood sugar was high and he's a diabetic. So when, you, when you're diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, your doctor is generally going to tell you that some of your symptoms may be numbness. You know, tingling in your hands or your feet. Maybe even some fatigue. Um, but one that history has never proven to be true is that by also being a type 1 diabetic one of your symptoms will also be racial slurs i think that's a new one but matt rowan from oklahoma last week he taught us that type 1 diabetes can in fact prove to an increase in racial slurs now let me let me let me break it down so he was um being the announcer, excuse me, um, for a high school girls basketball game between Norman High School and Midwest City High School. So, during the national anthem, as the Norman team quietly knelt, also a team made up of majority African-American young women, um, Mr. Rowan, on his still hot, hot as a hot pocket microphone, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and quote what he said verbatim. So, on the hot mic, Thinking nobody can hear him, he says, I hope Norman gets their bleep kicked. And he said, bleep them. I hope they lose. And then he went to call the team the N-word and said, the N-word here isn't nice. It's not nice, is it, Mr. Rowan? Talking about a high school girls basketball team because they took a knee during the national anthem. Mm. I'll get into that in a second. So then, after realizing that, oh my gosh, I'm caught in 4K. <laughs> I'm caught on candid camera. Let's go ahead and, and, and dish out an apology so that way my livelihood is maintained through all this, that I'm still viewed as human through all this. Let's go ahead and apologize. So Mr. Rowan, tell us how you apologize. Well, of course, I'm a family man and I'm married. Because, of course, that has everything to do with your racist comments. Let's humanize you. Absolutely. And then Mr. Rowan continued to explain truly how the inner workings of his type 1 diabetes um, 
intertwines with his internalized racism. I will state that I suffered type 1 diabetes and during the game, my sugar was spiking. While not excusing my remarks, it is not unusual in my sugar spikes that I become disoriented and often say things that are not appropriate as well as hurtful. I do not believe that I would have made such horrible statements absent my sugar spiking. <laughs> no, I, if I'm being if I'm being genuine here with y'all right now, um, me laughing is the best response you'll be able to get out of me. Because what the heck? <laughs> yeah, I have type one diabetes, and I just get to walk around slinging the N word. Yeah, because my sugar spike. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Mr. Rowan, and not that it would prove truth for him because he's not a black person in America, the results would always be different. Um, and results may vary, so don't go trying this. I am not advocating for this. But if you have type one diabetes, and let's say you get pulled over by an officer, and this officer happens to be a person of color, and you get pulled over because you were going so fast and your sugar is now starting to spike, and when he asks for your license of registration and you blurt out, okay, here you go, N-word. Oops, I'm sorry, sir. My sugar was spiking. Here's my card proving that I'm a type 1 diabetic. Let me tell you something, Mr. Rowan. That officer is going to look you slowly up and down and he is going to proceed if not do the most now. <laughs> I really wish, and this is really not to make it a race thing, I just really wish people in my community had the privilege to do foolish things and then be like, oh yeah, it was my type one diabetes child. That just made me start tripping or, oh yeah, I said that just cause I didn't get enough, I didn't get enough sleep last night. No, I was feeling a little tired, so I wanted to go cuss my boss out just because. Yeah, or even, for example, um, with the recent um, Asian attack, the attack on the Asian community that just happened, um, when, and, and rest in peace to all those who lost their lives, um, to those who are still recovering, we're, we're, you're in our thoughts and our prayers, we're thinking of you, but to the, to the attacker, and the police was trying to humanize him and be like, yeah, he was tired. And let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all something. There are many a days when I wake up and say, man, I wish I could just go back to sleep. There are many a days when I'm sure my family wakes up and they're like, man, I'm dead tired. I'm gonna just go ahead and get me a cup of coffee real quick and just start my day. But they don't be like, oh, when I go get my coffee, I'm also gonna go shoot up a restaurant because I'm sleepy. So what's so funny about this entire situation is that not only was he referring to um, young, young kids because they're in high school, he's a grown man. He was referring to young kids, young kids of color, um, young women, like it, it's, it's boom, 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 all these strikes against him. But on top of all of that, on top of all of that, he said that, he feels that way. There are many others who feel that way based on the act of kneeling. 
Now, let me, don't let me lose, don't let me lose you here because this is where a lot of people get lost. Imagine if you put that much emphasis and energy in helping to fight, hold on, our fight. Oh, did I just, oh, blow your mind? Like, imagine if instead of calling young black girls who are taking the knee for inequality the n-word you could like spark change in your local state and be like hey i've noticed that the the black students get treated really differently than the white students why is that you know like i i feel like the 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 problem with this country is that he felt empowered to do that in that moment he didn't take a second thought. He was in his wheelhouse. He was at home at the crib chilling and he said, oh, these in words. Then, then, then think twice about it. That word is in his everyday language, his dialogue, where he talks to his friends, maybe amongst his coworkers and things like that. But that, that, was a, that was someone who consistently says that word and uses it to not only talk about, but to also be derogatory towards people in that racial group so his little whack apology i don't want it you can you could have kept that i would have rathered him not say anything like say it like, <laughs> say it with your chest say it with your chest like don't say it and then be like oh i didn't mean it because yes you did because why would why would you have said it like this is why i tell people don't I say what I mean and I mean what I say. I'm never gonna say something and then be like, oh, I didn't mean that. Yes, I did. I might have meant to hurt your feelings when I said it. I might have meant to, you know, come off that way when I said it. But please know, I meant to say it. We we are not children anymore. We're not saying goo goo gaga and not even knowing because our brain is still trying to piece together that these are numbers and these are letters and words and these are conjunctions and these are periods, commas, you know, the, this is how you form a sentence. We're not in that stage anymore. We're grown, grown. More than old enough to, to know that I goes before E except after C. Like, don't, don't, don't play with us. I just want, I just want to see change, you know, like, I don't, like, I, I'm kind of tired of this. And I feel like it's just been the same thing since, you know, we've kind of existed. And I think our generation, meaning my generation, is going to be different. You know, I think that we're seeing things differently. I think that um, our allies and other races are seeing things differently. And they're noticing that, like, the, the, the mindset of their parents and grandparents, like, it's generational, but it was awful. It's quite awful. And that we need to change. And I think that we'll start to see change. It might take a while, but kudos to the people who were present at the game and didn't react. Um, that would have been a lot. Like, could you imagine? Like, cause I played in the gym. Could you imagine the announcer on the mic calling you an Emmer? <laughs> I just want to see some change. That's all. I just want. I don't want my kids to grow up in a world where sports announcers can just call you an N-word just because they're thinking it. There should have been some sort of repercussions because of that. But instead, there was zilch, nada, nothing, settle, none, nunca. 
why? Why is that okay? Like, why? And that that's what I'm... Why is that okay? You know? Food for thought. Think about that as you're driving down the highway right now or as you're shopping in the grocery store or as you're listening to me and neglecting your responsibilities. Let that, let that sizzle in your spirit. Okay? We need change. So what are you doing every day to help spark some change? The answer is nothing. You need to go reevaluate yourself. And, re- and remember that play-by-play with Jay told you that. Okay? Okay. But thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode seven. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, and we'll come back next week for episode eight. Also, if whether you're listening to me on Apple Music or excuse me, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Anchor, whichever, whether you're watching me on YouTube, do me a favor. And I don't ask for many. Leave a rating, leave a review, or leave a like and a comment, whichever is applicable for your social network that you're on because it makes my podcast more discoverable and quite frankly it makes me look good like if you if a new listener shows up and they're like oh she got five stars by this many people oh i'm gonna tap in you know if y'all just out here just listening and being like oh yeah it's good but not giving me no real feedback what what, what i'm gonna do with that what, what, what i'm gonna do with that so help, help a sister out okay so yeah rate review like leave a comment like get active with me comment on social media like let me know that i'm doing a good job okay like my sometimes my self-esteem needs it too so just 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 let just a little little, little comment of help little comment but again thank you guys so much for tuning in this is your girl jordan aka j giving you the play-by-play each and every week i'll see y'all next week peace